No, I hate this. <laughs> Today is the first Sunday in May, right? Yes. Um, I've always liked that phrase because uh, Fitzgerald, in one of his novels, uh, early in the novel, before everybody becomes an alcoholic uh, and miserable, uh, there's a courtship between a young man and a uh, young socialite who he describes the woman as like the first Sunday in May, which I thought was always a very pretty description. You can imagine, you know, young, happy couple and, you know, what things are supposed to be like in spring, except it's snowing today still. Um, so anyway, uh, literary references aside, the other thing that I always have thought about is the first Sunday in May um, is this is a time of year when we start seeing rattlesnakes come out uh, because, you know, they kind of are dormant and or hibernate in the winter. They start coming out in the springtime uh, when it starts to get warm. And because we've had kind of a cool uh, spring so far, actually, there haven't been a lot of snake sightings. Uh, to this point, but uh, if spring ever comes and snow ever goes away, we can expect to start seeing some rattlesnakes, so good news. Um, Colorado has probably 20 plus snake species, uh, garter snakes, bull snakes, whip snakes, lots of benign, very friendly, cute little snakes to play with, uh, but we do have prairie rattlers, which are poisonous, and amongst the rattler population, they're not as poisonous as western diamondback, mojave greens, guys like that, but they're certainly bad enough that people can get sick from them. So I wanted to talk about rattlesnakes. Okay. Is that okay with everybody? Yeah. Okay. All right. Is that okay with the iPhone? Um, big problems with rattlesnake venom is uh, there, there are two big complications that come from them, uh, coagulopathies and neurologic problems. Uh, and when somebody is bitten by a snake, first of all, uh, does everybody get sick? People are shaking their head no. <laughs> About 25% of rattlesnake bites are dry, um, particularly from adult snakes who are just biting for self-protection and to get away. Uh, juvenile snakes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, adult snakes have that capacity. Young snakes do not. Young snakes will typically bite and inject a full dose of venom. Uh, so being bitten by a younger snake is actually typically much more dangerous. Uh, so the first thing we want to know is, are they having any symptoms? And if they're having symptoms, are they merely local versus are they systemic? Um, the, the coagulopathy uh, will help give you a, a guide to this. If somebody has just some mild local pain, uh, some very local ecchymoses, but not a lot of swelling and no findings proceeding proximally from where the bite is, uh, it's very likely it's going to be a local bite, not cause any significant long-term problems. Now, we're still probably going to treat them the same way and watch them very carefully, uh, but it's something you can at least provide some reassurance to somebody who's been bitten. Uh, if somebody is starting to show muscle fasciculations at the side of the bite, proximal, the ecchymoses and uh, swelling are progressing, then that's likely going to progress towards systemic symptoms and they are going to become much sicker. Um, the coagulopathy is caused by uh, proteins within the venom that work uh, similar to uh, their, their antithrombin. Uh, so it's actually the effect of the bite that causes the coagulopathy. As a result, giving blood products uh, and reversing the coagulopathy doesn't really help these people. The treatment's going to be with antivenom and to basically uh, neutralize the poison that uh, somebody has gotten. Uh, so it doesn't work like DIC. 
but uh, the ecchymoses can be bad enough that it can cause massive local swelling. It can lead to rhabdomyolysis. Uh, it can lead to renal failure. Uh, it can lead to patients getting hypotensive, tachycardic as a result of uh, the significant coagulopathy uh, and vascular permeability. Um, similarly, the neurotoxin can cause some local uh, paresthesias. People will describe a metallic taste in their tongue, uh, but it can pr uh, proceed also to fasciculations uh, and um, frank seizures in the, uh, in the patient. Um, initial treatment for someone who's been bitten is to mark the wound. Don't cut the wound open. Don't try to suck poison out of it. That doesn't really work. Um, and to immobilize the wound generally at the level of the heart. Uh, when patient comes in here, what we'll often do and with the consultation in toxicology is we'll actually often elevate the extremity uh, because we want uh, to see if what the severity of uh, the symptoms are going to become. Once they're in a, a monitored setting where we have them, uh, we'll kind of want to try to uh, force the circular or force the uh, the venom more into circulation so we can determine is this a patient who's going to get worse uh, we'll start marking on the arm the extent of where the swelling is extent of the ecchymosis and that can help determine uh, what's likely to happen over the next few hours uh, the treatment for snake bites is a product called crofab it's a, an antibody that basically binds to the neurotoxin or the, I'm sorry, the, uh, the venom itself and neutralizes it. Uh, it comes in um, individual vials. Uh, there are several thousand dollars per vial. Uh, the hospital will typically have, I wish pharmacy was here, because it's not a lot. It's like three or four vials. And when we've had really bad snake bites, we've had to call over to Porter and get vials from us. They've called over here and gotten or taken uh, vials over there because uh, patients can take, you know, 10 or 12 vials. And you basically kind of treat uh, as the symptoms are progressing. You give an extra vial. Or you start with, you know, two or three or four, some sort of arbitrary number of vials, and then keep giving to, uh, until symptoms basically are uh, halted and start to regress. Um, so fortunately, we don't see a lot of dangerous snake bites here, and I think it's really very rare we see any deadly snake bites here, uh, partly because we have good treatment, partly because people are pretty close to, uh, uh, to care. But uh, they do require a lot of, uh, of caution in terms of uh, observing, seeing how far things are progressing, and then being very aggressive with uh, the uh, crow fat. So, so it's springtime, so all you guys out on your bikes, stay on the trail and uh, don't grab any snakes.